<laughs> How many guys have told you that? What, that I have beautiful eyes? Yeah. Um, a few. A I've few had quite a few. Hundred. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like tally up you when people count. compliment me. <laughs> I'm not yeah. used to compliments, so when I get them, it's like, Ugh. Thanks, sir. That's what you do with you do that with your hands. You're yeah, like, <laughs> they're like, "You're right." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm good." Are they like in public <laughs> places that like they kind of make you nervous. They'll just be like, "Wow, you have really beautiful eyes." I was like, "If you think the color poop is beautiful, then thank you." <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome back. I'm Nikki, and here with me today I have Eric Shreds from Lies Behind Your Eyes. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to introduce that, so. <laughs> it wasn't that hard. <laughs> no. This is my first ever podcast, so. The nerves. The nerves. Yes. You don't get nervous on stage? Yeah, I still get nervous on stage. I My legs shake. They shake? Like, yeah, whenever, like, there's, like, a, a pedal that I have to use during, like, solos. Yeah. And if you, if you watch carefully, you will see it all twitch. And, yeah, it's kind of funny. But it depends on the night, though. If I'm having, like, a really good night and there's not a lot of people, then, like, yeah, I'm not that nervous. But there's been a few big shows where, like, even when we play, like, my hands and legs shake. But nobody – I try to play it off like I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> and I, I'm not nervous and it's I'm unbreakable. But unbreakable? Not, yeah. No, I still get nervous. I haven't tried smoking and, like, playing – like smoking weed and playing because I'm too worried. Like if it slows me down, I won't be on time. Yeah. I feel like that would mess up your vibe. There's, there's a guy that I met when at the word alive, when we played uh, with the bigger show, he's that guy that I look up to that I posted. And uh, I asked him, why does he not move as much on stage? And he's like, Oh, I just don't, I'm more chill now. I was like, do you smoke every time you go on stage? He goes, yeah, pretty much. And I was like, all right. So now I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Cause you gotta like, you gotta hype up the crowd or you just gotta move. I don't want to just stand there. It's, it's the most boring thing to see in our scene is like you go and pay money to a local show, but like nobody moves. They don't care about their music. It's like, I can start ranting and like all negatively, but I just like when people actually are passionate about what they like. Yeah. You've always been passionate about it though. Yeah. For the most part. How long has your band been together? Um, me and Mikey have been friends since high school. So like going on 10 years, I think. And then, uh, we've been like an official real band for two years now where we got the other members because me and Mikey wrote the first album together. And then after we wrote the first album, then we needed to play shows live. So then we found the other members and it was cool. I'm just stupid shit always happens whenever I'm with my band. That's usually whenever the stupid shit is like Mikey still says your mom jokes. Uh, Kyle, he talks kind of like, kind of like a thug, but not a thug. <laughs> so like, he's like, what it do? And I'm like, just say it normally. Like what is going on? What's up? Yeah. How much that booty weigh? I mean, he doesn't ask me that. I hope not. No. They're fun to be around, though. 
even though their jokes are corny. Do you hang out with them outside, like the whole band practice and stuff? Yeah, we've been doing, we've been trying to do it more because we used to just hang out all the time trying to write music. Mm -hmm. And then now recently we're like, we need to like get together as a whole more. Like we need to be more friends because like you kind of fade away from each other when you're just into music. So we've noticed that happen. So we're trying to hang out a lot more. Like tomorrow we're hanging out. Because like me and Mikey, we've never, like we hung out rarely, like say New Year's or something. Yeah. But we never like just hang out to hang out. Every time we hang out, it's like, yo, I have this new riff idea. So you won't you won't see it, but like bands, like they fade from each other a lot. Like, yeah. And then people always wonder why. And it's like, well, they were never close to begin with. Yeah. And that's like how like we kind of started out because we, we started as friends because of music. And then like, now that we're getting older, like things are changing and it's like, you know, so it's like, now we're like, we need to kind of re-evaluate that fire of being friends because we are friends. Relight the flame. Yeah. It sounds like every like metal song that people have to say, they say like rise and reunite the flame. <laughs> it's so annoying. <laughs> they, they do. Like what was it for the longest time every band had like they used the word rise in their lyrics so we kind of make fun of that what do you use a lot in your lyrics um probably heart like heartless or that's because you go through like all those relationships yeah stuff. that's because i write those lyrics that are all i don't know it's the, it's probably heart maybe blood maybe simple words like I'm, I don't know. But yeah, it's probably heart. Have you ever written anything positive with heart or is it just no, all negative? It's all negative. <laughs> well, I did, I did write a, like a cute acoustic song the other day, but I'm not going to finish it because there's no need to finish it now. Not motivated? No, no motivation. The person I wrote it about, there's no need to finish it. Um, but I wrote, yeah, I can't remember it off the top of my head, but it was acoustic with like a chorus. I might post it on Instagram, but I'm not sure yet because, I don't know, it's emo. Emo? Emo shit. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, heart and blood and... Whatever. It, you have to keep it metal. You can't just keep it like, I don't know. But we've, I've written some positive stuff, but it, it all sucks. It's not like that good. I like writing negative stuff because like, think about Adele. Adele had one album that she wrote about one person and it was the biggest album. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it was off of one person. Well, I think when you write like negative stuff, a lot of people can really connect to it. Cause like everybody goes through like emotions and everything too. Yeah. So, it's, and it's just easier to connect that way than being positive because like you're going day to day and like people are like, Oh, smile or be happy. <laughs> I hate when people tell me like, yeah. You know, you're prettier when you smile. I'm like, you know, I'm prettier when you go away. And you go away. <laughs> no, it's true, though. But, like, when you're happy, do you really need music? It's nice, and it's good to be there. Like, listening to, like, the Beatles or ACDC, like, those bands are great, but, like, I don't need them. Because when I'm depressed, I don't need to listen about rock and roll and TNT and Hey Jude. Like, I want to listen to, like, that sad, sappy, or angry, like, emotional shit. It's like I love happy music, but I don't need happy music to be happy. I can do other things to be happy. I like jamming in the car with my friends to like happy music. Yeah, even then. I still like jamming to my 
in the car with negative music too, where everyone has to scream the lyrics. Like I know your stories, you're just like yeah. screaming at the screen. <laughs> yeah, these all my stories. That's how I I don't know. I gotta remind people that I still <laughs> it doesn't sound like that. I'm not good at it. I'm like not, I'm not doing it here, but I'm not a pro. It's it's not hard. It's the same, it's a zombie voice. Like, you know, I'm like try zombie. to sound like so like the walking dead. Uh, no, no, not that sounds like a ghost. But like, okay, so like if you were to scream, you have to sound like a zombie. So like that kind of like go like ah, do it. Uh, no, like add that like that grit in your throat that ah. I can't. Yeah, you can do it. You see, you didn't expect this to be on here. No. Like I didn't either, but here we are. Um if you do that and you go and then you tighten your throat and then you use your diaphragm and then you can press harder and then that's probably going to sound like shit on here but that's okay it's but like you can get louder by doing it and yeah there we go lessons by eric shreds how to scream so next time i hang out with you you're gonna learn how to scream you're gonna know how to scream. <laughs> It's not hard. It. It's not hard. But see, but like like I said, that zombie voice, if you use that zombie voice, that's how it starts. Is it's like that whatever. It sounds like whisper, oh, okay. not whispering. But then you do that and then you can push your diaphragm and then get really crazy with it. Yeah. I don't think I'm ever gonna be a screamer. I mean that's what she yeah. said. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> but no, yeah. Screaming's fun. It releases, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the fancy word. There's no fancy word for it. Mm. It's not endorphins. I don't know. Really, I don't know. It just releases like a good amount. I think pain. it's endorphins. Is it endorphins? I don't know. I don't know about it. It's like working out. I don't know. It does the same thing. Yeah. Or it just makes you happy. And it has you like yeah. on that high. You don't ever listen to like really negative music and then like try to scream it in your car and then you just like I feel good. I mean, I listen to negative music, but I don't like scream. Yeah. Yeah. You should try it. I don't know. It's fun, especially should in your I car. Post it on my Instagram. Too? Yeah, you start posting. It goes from ukulele, and then now it's goes from ukulele to screaming. I would watch it. I'd be getting like a whole bunch of weird messages like. What's bro, wrong? you okay? Yeah, you okay? I yeah, used to, right, whenever bro. I first did it, people were like, "What's going on?" And a lot of some people think it sucks, and I'm like, "That's good. Don't watch my stories." Then <laughs> I don't know. I just keep doing it. It was nice when I got like a newer, nicer phone, because then it's like, "Oh, look, high quality screams now." <laughs> Scream on the HQ. No, it's fun. Yeah, screaming in the car is therapeutic. I like to sing in the car, but then it's like, it's not like the ukulele videos I do. It's more of like obnoxious. Like Paramore? Because I'm not trying to sound normal. Oh. oh. Like, I'm not trying to sound like good. You so just belt it? I just have like, I have, I have like my singing voice and then I have like my, um, my bad voice. Like, I'll sing per bad, like, on, on purpose. purpose. Why? But, like, when I'm singing in the car, it's kind of, like, in between because I'm not trying. But why don't you just try to sing it correctly in the car? I do, but I'm not, like, trying to sound good because I'm not trying to, like, I don't know. I'm not, like, recording, so I just, like, sing along to it however I'm feeling. That's true. I never thought about that. I try to sing, like, 
good, but it turns out it's just not that good. Like you've seen it. You've been on my stories. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I'll try to sing every now and then, but that's why I stick with screaming because I'm better at screaming than I am at singing. I would like to sing though. Yeah. Well, I'm better at singing than I am the ukulele, so that's all I have. So I have to be like really picky with it. I mean, I'm sure you can sing like other like main songs than just ukulele songs. Well, I'm going to sing an acoustic version of Baby Got Back. Exactly. But you probably can sing the original. Oh, I can rap it all day. <laughs> That's my go-to karaoke song yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah, I would believe it. <laughs> I've That's literally the first one I pick every time. I don't know what song is like go-to. Probably Paradise City by Guns N' Roses. It's just a positive rock song. Like if you had to be positive and choose a positive song, mm-hmm. that one's just good. And it has a sweet solo at the end. That's why. Well, that's a good song. But yeah, it's long too. You don't pick like a quick one? Nah. Well, I don't sing to Paradise City. There's no way I can do that. So I just, I'm saying like if I just had to play a good, happy song. Mm, just play in general. Yeah. Like if I had to buy a song on a jukebox, it's got to be like a good song that's long. You get my money's worth. Like play November Rain. It's like 11 minutes. So I paid a dollar for one song, but I got four songs out of it. Oh, that's true. I never think about it that way. You're just like, I want to play this song, and then it goes away really fast. I don't really purchase songs. I just listen to, like, Spotify. Well, yeah, I'm talking about, like, if you were to pick a song, like, at a pool bar or something. Oh, yeah, where you, like, pay to listen to it. Yeah, me and my friend did that the other day. I've been playing pool lately, and it's been really fun. I love playing pool. Are you good at it? I'm okay. Yeah, I have, you... like, good days and bad days. Have we ever played pool at my house? No. What the fuck? I didn't know you had a pool table. What are you talking about? It's been in my back porch the whole time. Really? Yeah. My oh. man cave, there's just always stuff on it. Oh, that's probably why I never really noticed it. That's what we're going to do next time you hang out. We're going to play pool. All right. It's not a great pool table, though. It's kind of small. It's I'm like... bringing beers because I'm only decent when I drink. <laughs> It's fine. You don't have to drink. Uh, it's cool. I won't. <laughs> no. Start venting to me. Start venting to After you? After like two beers. Yeah, I would. I'd probably drink one beer and be like, my life sucks. <laughs> That's why I'm not doing it. You'll be I okay. Know. I don't know when I will. I mean, this podcast doesn't know, but like I don't drink alcohol or I've never drank alcohol. Mm-mm. You never did anything. You used to make a big deal about it a long yeah, time ago. I and I was sitting there like, I would just like keep it inside and just not say anything. You're <laughs> like, Eric, you're being a bitch. You'd just be like, grow I don't drink. And I'm like thinking in my head, like, it's well, not, I'm going to a party on Friday. <laughs> We're going to get fucked. It's up. not like, I don't, I did judge a little bit, but that's just because I was more scared of myself. And I was like, it wasn't because I wanted to do it because I thought it was cool. I just didn't want to do it because I didn't want to be an emotional mess. But like everyone else doing it, I'm like, I would judge them because I know that they can handle it. You know what I'm saying? So it's more like jealous? Yeah, kind of like a jealousy. Like you can you can fucking hone down beers and you'll laugh and probably have a good time. And like me, I'm like, it's probably going to be two things. It's going to be most likely I'm going to be over emotional and I'm going to cry probably. <laughs> or I'm probably going to want to punch somebody. And I don't want to punch anybody, so I just don't drink. 
right? <laughs> I've seen people like there's people get all like aggressive and stuff. And like, think about it. Like if someone were to play like a good heavy song, I go to shows and I go to heavy songs and I mosh yeah. on purpose. That's me being sober. So like if I was drunk and someone puts on a heavy song, am I going to start like just moshing in the living room or like, what am I going to do? So that's why I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to experience that and I don't want to pay for anything I break either. That's true. I mean, I it's all in like the mindset, I think, like before you go. Because like if I have like a really shitty day or something shitty's like going on, like when me and my ex broke up, mm-hmm. then I went to a 4th of July party. I got fucked up. We will, I was day drinking all yeah. day. And so, and it was like white claw. So it was like nothing, like 5%. <laughs> and then after that, I just got like, we went downtown. All I remember is my friend handing me shots, like at Wall Street. And, I woke up and I was just like, where am I? Oh, my God. Like, everything like that. Because I was fucked up. I was – apparently, I was like – I hit on, like, two of my friends. Like, what? guy friends that I was, like – we're, like, close, but, like, we haven't talked in a while kind of thing. And yeah. then so, like, I was just, like, a mess. But, like, if you're just, like, in the good mindset, like, you're good. But um, I get in this, like, mode when I'm, like, downtown because I'm, like, overprotective and, like, of my friends. But I'm also, like, kind of protective of myself. And, like, I'm already not touchy-feely. So it's just, like, my roommate, she's ready to, like, fight a girl. Like, ready earrings off. Like, (laughs) everything. She's ready. And then, like, me, I'm, like, waiting for that guy to just, like, make the wrong move. Like, I will be nice. But so you can swing on him? Like, just get in his face just a little. Or, like, break down his self-esteem just a little. Yeah, you're good at too that. cocky. I know. It's my favorite Last time we hung out and we went to, what, uh, Tijuana Fletch, you were like that. You said something. I was like, damn, you fucking put guys down, which is good. I love to break it. their self-esteem just a little bit. Because sometimes they're, like, floating too high, you, ever, you know? You ever float me down? Or you ever – was I floating too high at one point you had to put me down? I don't think so. I think I've always been nice to you. Yeah. But, like, downtown – I kind of want to change it just so I, I can see face. what you do. <laughs> I get, like, all up in their you're like, face. Like, you think you're a man? I don't know. No, I need, like, a reason. Like, I worked at this one place, and, like, this guy, he totally looked like a meathead. Like, he just, like, worked out all the time. And, like, instantly, he just kind of looked like he would be douchey. And instantly, I wanted to be mean to him. What the hell? And, like... Uh, well, I got to know him, and he's actually really nice. But he was just like, what was your first impression of me? I was like, honestly, I thought you were a meathead. And then he was just like, what? And he's so nice. And I was just like, yeah, but, like, I don't think that anymore. Like, anymore. And it's like, yeah, because he's so, like, self-conscious. But, like, he has really good confidence in himself. But he's so insecure when it comes to, like, girls liking him kind of thing. So, like, I try to, like, build him up a little. But then, like, he'll get, like... Yeah, I am a really good guy. I'm like, you're all right. Like, you're all right. <laughs> you're okay. Yeah. You're there's six like, out of ten. There's, like, certain levels. It's hard. I don't know. But, yeah, you just get, like, those vibes from people, and you're just like, oh, I need what to was, bring them down a notch. What was the vibe that you got from me when you first met me, if huh. you even remember? We met at the bowling alley. Yeah. I think – um, I didn't really know you that well. I didn't really have much of a vibe. I was more of a into your friend at the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next subject. No. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, I think I thought you were cute, but you were like quiet. Yeah. See, I, I thought the same thing, but I, you weren't quiet. 
I was like, this girl's really outspoken and funny. <laughs> That's what I remember. I know just being like out. I'm always like that. But then like people think I'm like this huge like party girl or like people get really intimidated by me because of it. Yeah. Because I'm like very blunt. And then they're just like, oh, what? <laughs> and this is like, what did you miss? Like, do I need to repeat myself? Yeah, like, it's not no. as fun when I have to repeat myself. <laughs> I mean, that's why I like hanging out with you. It's like, it's very different. I just speak my mind. So anytime I need to know something, I'm just going to ask you now. Because you're actually going to tell me. Well, here's the situation. Well, this is what you did wrong. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's what I like. That's what I need now. This is like for the longest time. Some people need that, but other people like they want that, but then they don't want to hear it. Yeah. And so like I've learned for it. Yeah. So you got to like learn which friends are like that. So you can kind of like tell them how what you think, but you got to like not step on any toes because like if they don't want to hear it, you got to also let them know like. I'm here for you on whatever you decide. Like, this is your decision. Yeah. This is just what I think. And then they're more willing to, like, talk to you more about it later because you're not, like, pushing them to go your way. You're just saying, well, this is what it sounds like. But, I mean, it's your decision all in all. Like, you're an adult. You're going to make the decisions. Like, I'm not going to get mad at you for making what I – like, if I disagree, I'm just going to say, like, hey, like, but I'm still going to be here. See, I want the change. I want like 100% of like, this is why I think you're fucking up. That's why I talk to my sister all the time. Well, just stop being clingy. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. I need to stop stop caring and stop being clingy. Know my worth. No girl likes clingy. Yeah, confidence is the big thing. Some of them I dated, I wasn't clingy. But some of them I was over clingy. Like, I guess that shows like how much I cared about a person. But my true colors show. Some people get clingy because they're afraid to lose them too. Yeah, and then but it's weird because you're you're afraid of losing somebody, but then when you do that, it chases them away. Yeah, that's because they're just like it's like crowded, like you're in their space, like you're just always there, and it's just like you just need to take a step back and just like they could tell like you're being insecure, and so they're like, oh well, I don't know about this because I need someone stable because I'm trying to be stable. Yeah, like, exactly. You know? That's what I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just was like, I really wanted that like to work. So I was like, I know it will work. You just have to trust me. And like, I was one of those people where it's like, if they didn't want to hold hands, it's like, I'm still holding their hand. I'm like, don't worry. We'll, we'll get through this. And it's like, <laughs> but I just need you to let go of my hand. I'm like, don't worry. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Never like go, Jack. And they're like, yeah, it, I'm just using the, that as an analogy, but like, yeah. I don't literally just hold their hand and, you know put duct tape over my hand and her hand and tie it shut (laughs) that's kind of uh forceful but that would be too much yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't do that yeah i mean like a lot of relationships just break because of like lack of communication or just like one's way more insecure than the other and then they just kind of like overdo it or it's like you know me already I've known you for no, a while. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, you're nailing exactly what's... I wasn't calling you out. No, I know. Like... I'm like, what you're saying is, like, I even said that. I was like, communication is everything. If 98% of arguments is because of mis- miscommunication. Yeah, so don't text people. Call them. That's what I always say. Like, whenever, like, there's a miscommunication, I always prefer them to call me. Because if you call, then I can read your voice and tell you how you're saying it. Mm-hmm. But if you just text it and say, oh... I feel this. I'm like, I don't know which way that's going. And they don't know either, but they won't admit that. Usually. Mm. That's how like I see it. I don't know. 
I mean, I could do text or call, but it's just like you just got to make sure that the other person is clear with what you're saying. Yeah. Unlike the last guy I dated. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, this is how I feel, blah, blah, blah. And then it's just like, I don't get it. I don't understand. I was like, what don't you understand? Well, it's even a mess, too, or if if they say they get it, but then they don't show that they actually get it. Yeah, I mean, actions speak louder than words. That's what I said. (laughs) You're reading all my texts out loud. It's cool. (laughs) No, it's, yeah. Well, you can can say you understand it, but, like, the big point is, like, you got to physically make that change or, like, you got to have a common ground. You got to compromise. Some people are too stubborn to compromise, too. Fuck, yeah. Say that again. (laughs) Some people are too stubborn to compromise. Yeah. You're nailing it right now. Nail on the head. It really is. I don't know. Dating this day and age, I think, is way harder, I think, than it was back then. Well, yeah, it's all the social media. And then, like, it's so easy to cheat or talk to other people or just get hit up on. Or, like, nobody just, like, talks face-to-face anymore. They're scared of it. Yeah. They, like, run from it. They think, like, as if, like, I'm going to, like... If, if we had to, like, confront something that was really big, they're always scared to talk to me in person because it, like, which I've never laid a hand on a girl or anything, but they're just terrified of it because I think other people have, you know? Yeah. I mean, I've gone through that before. Like, I dated a guy, I lived with him, and, like, he was so, like, mentally abusive. He wasn't physically abusive, but, like, I didn't see my family or my friends for, like, six months, and I was, like, you know me, I'm stubborn mm-hmm. as fuck. Yeah. So, like... I'll be like, all right, I'm going to Meridian with Heather. And then I'll like pick her up and we'll go and then come back. And then he'll be in bed and I'll crawl into the bed and I'll lay on him and I'll cuddly and he'll just like nudge me off like, and I'll just be like, love me and like jump on him. And then he'll just be like, get the fuck off me. See, that's clingy. And then, yeah, but I'm just like being playful. And then so he'll be like, get the fuck off me. And I'll be like, what is your problem? And then he'll be like, everything bad happens after two. What the fuck? It's 2.05, okay? And I had to drop Heather off. You should have just changed the timing on the clock and just told him otherwise. (laughs) And I was just like, yeah, everything bad happens after two. I fucked a guy in the car for five minutes before I came up the stairs. Like, yeah. And then there was always, like, a huge problem. And it was just, like, he didn't want to – I knew I was in trouble. He, like, smoked a lot of weed. And I knew I was in trouble when he'd go, Nikki, I need to talk to you. And I was like, yeah, what's up? And then he'll just be like, hold on. And he'll be like, <laughs> I'm like, oh fuck, I'm in trouble. Damn. And then, yeah, and the next thing you know, it'll be like a yelling match. And it got to the point where like I just can't I used to be so good at arguing and like yelling with people, but like after being with him all that time, he literally broke me down to where I like could barely talk. I didn't know how to talk to people. I didn't know how to be like social, like um my friends had to have conversations with me. They'd be like, Nikki we need to talk. Like we just yeah. be sitting in the car and they're like, I think everything is fine. And then they're like, Nikki, we need to talk. And then I just start bursting out in tears. Aww. And then they're just like, you're just not yourself. Like we miss you. Like we never see you all this stuff. And it just like, it sucks. And like getting back to being like how I was, it's just like, it's hard. But were you happy though? I like thought then? I was. I mean, like when you're in like kind of an abusive relationship, you remember like the good things that you liked about them yeah, and like exactly. being around them and like it, they still showed it you say stuff. that's all emotionally abusive right yeah 
Yeah, that's exactly what I was going through. So, like, they still showed it. So you're like, oh, there's still this person. But then, like, shit would hit the fan. And then it's just, like, it's back to that. It got to the point he got so mad at me. I had a party for my birthday. And he had to go to a funeral that weekend in Ohio. Yeah. And so, like, I went up to him and I was just like, my friends convinced me to have a party. So I was just like, okay, it is my birthday, so why not? And I was just like, hey, um, my friend suggested that I should have a party just to celebrate my birthday. I was going to do it in the apartment. Like, is that okay with you? Because I know you're going to Ohio Mm -hmm. and stuff. And he was just like, yeah, uh uh-huh. And then, so, like, I invited his best friend, and so it's, like, at least I have backup, you know? And then, so, like, I had the party. There was, like, guys there and girls there, and he, like, texted his friend, and he was, like, oh, are are there guys there? And he was, like, yeah, Nikki's not near any of them. That's a good thing. Yeah, because, like, I'm just there just to, like, mingle and stuff. And then at the end of the night, his friend slept on the couch, like, cuddling one of my friends, like, one of my girlfriends, and then, like, I went to bed in the bed by myself and then my friend and her boyfriend slept on the floor next to the bed. And then like we all woke up and then everybody just did their thing. And then when he came back, he did the whole like, we need to talk. (laughs) (laughs) And then he just went on this huge rampage and it got to the point where he slammed his hands like on the table like so fiercely just because you did that yeah he slammed it like she didn't do anything wrong well it's because like he was at a funeral and stuff and then like i decided to have a party with guys and stuff so like he threw his hands so fiercely i was shook like legit shook i mean then you don't deserve to be around someone that treats you like that yeah my stupid ass let it happen like on and off for like four years see i don't even know how you get past a year so well, like, after we'd break up, he would, like, turn it around and make it think, like, it was my fault. Like, I was the problem. Yeah. And then so I would sit on it, and I'd be like, maybe I really was the problem. But, like, I was just, like, lonely. He, like, lied to you? Just, he lied to himself? No, he would to, twist like, it around. He, like, victimized yeah. himself. And, like, he would twist it around. And then, like, it made sense, like, because my head was all over the place because it was hard for me to argue anymore. And I was just, like, I would sit and think about it, and I would just be like, Wow. Maybe it is my fault. Maybe it's me. And then I'd come back and I'd just be like, you're right. It's it's, it's his insecurities. Yeah, he's super insecure. That sucks. It happens. I found myself. It took me like a year. See, I still feel like I'm finding myself. And I thought I found myself earlier, but it's uh, not easy. I think finding yourself is like a constant adventure. You're never going to fully find yourself. Like... You eventually know who you are, but, like, you're going to always find things that are, like, more you. Yeah. Like, I know I know myself more than my ex does. I know that for sure. Because there's also the age gap, like I was saying earlier. But, like, I don't know. It's just weird because, like, it, some people, like, they, they act like they know themselves and they act like they have it all, but they don't. Yeah. And, like, I'm over here, like, I'm admitting that I don't. And I still, like, need to improve on myself. But, like. Everybody know. needs improvement. Yeah. Like, if you think that you're set, you are, like, way wrong. Yeah. You have no idea what you're doing. Nobody knows what they're doing. Like, yeah, some things come easier to other people. But, like, you, there's a lot of times where it's just, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just here. That's me. Yeah. No, that's exactly Like, right. when I say I go with the flow, I'm, like, legit just here. Like my, my problem is accepting the flow. Like, when things change, when you had a set, I had my set mind of, this is the way this was going to go. And then it doesn't go that way. 
And then I feel like I'm losing control. So then I start going a little crazy. Oh, so it's kind of like the lack of control. Just yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, like I envisioned myself going far with this like relationship and it didn't. And like that made me so like angry. I wasn't mad so much at her. I was mad at the whole situation. Yeah. But. Well, yeah. I mean, there's like people you could see that with, but then like it's not always going to end out that way. So you always have to be prepared. Like, well, it could also like not happen. Yeah. Like, that's not something you can control. That's, like, something where it's, like, you both have to, like, agree on it. Like, it's just, you just know. Yeah. No, you're right. Very right. <laughs> Nikki knows best. <laughs> that's what this whole this whole thing should be called, that. Nikki knows best. Yeah, Nikki it knows was best. on the list of deciding. You start being everyone's therapist. Like, I can't be everyone's therapist. <laughs> there's crying involved. I'm out. <laughs> I didn't say I haven't cried yet. No, you're doing a great job. I said yet, but I'm not crying. I've cried enough in my day. I only, my mom was like, "Don't let anyone see you cry. Don't tell anybody about your business." Like you told me that stuff. before. Yeah, I remember that. It was crazy. You still do that? Yeah. Like you don't let anyone cry, or you don't cry in front of anyone? Um, it's rare. But I choose not to. Like, if I feel like I'm going to cry, I, like, bottle it up until, I, like, nobody can see me. Like, I'm home alone. I'd rather just sit at home, grab a glass of wine, watch some romantic comedy, and then just, like, cry a little. Oh, you use it. Oh, man. You watch The Notebook, and then you're just, like. No, I don't watch. I haven't watched The Notebook in a while. But that's you use ones like that, and then you cry a little bit, so then you think, like, you're just crying over romance. Well, like. I'm so, like, laid back and everything, and it's, like, really hard for me to, like, emotionally connect with people, like, on, the, like, a relationship level mm-hmm. most of the time. And then – and it's just, like – because I'm stubborn, but, like, I know how to, like, communicate, yeah. and I know what I want. It's just really hard for me to find that person that I'm actually, like, into, that I actually click with, that, like, gets me. And then so, like, there's a lot of people that are, like – I've gone on dates, and they're, like, really nice guys. but And they're really cool, but, like, I don't – feel anything and I know like it could take time or it's just like it's just always gonna be that way so it's like I get to that point where I just like I don't know and then everybody's just like oh Nikki you have like you're so stable you keep yourself together and they're like how do you do it always seem like that I know deep down I'm a sucker (laughs) yes well okay so let me ask you this what are your thoughts on men crying men crying I mean I feel like since they don't get the privilege of like in society to cry in public yeah, that like it's common to see them cry outside of that because honestly guys are more emotional than girls. Girls yeah. let it out when they, they let out their feelings like right away. Yeah, usually. Guys hold that shit. They in. have to bottle it up until they explode. And next see, thing you know, it's in. a, it's raining tears yeah. and it's like out of nowhere. And you're just like, what just happened? Like, so, Yeah. That's maybe I act more like a woman than I do a man. Because, like, when something's wrong, like, I just skip the bullshit and say, like, this is what's wrong. Yeah, you have to. It's like girls do that. Well, usually most of the time. If I ask you if you're okay and you say, yeah, and then you're not, that's one thing. But I do that. Why? Because I don't like talking about it. Like, I'm usually, like, the consoler. Yeah. Not the consolee. So it's just, Still, like, like, answer it. I'd rather just, like, let them feel like I'm stable enough to hold them up. Just to like You're support the man them. in the relationship. I be, Holy shit. No, like <laughs> I'm just talking about like friends and stuff. 
Yeah. If I'm in a relationship, it's different. Well, even like how I asked you, if, how are you doing today? Earlier. Yeah. And like how you replied. But like, are you? Yeah. I mean, like, I'm good. But you're just not great? Yeah. Cool. I mean, I got shit going on, but I don't need to just like go and tell like the whole world what's going on. Yeah. See, that's what I need to learn to shut the fuck up and do. People are like, what's wrong? And I'm like, well, you see. My life. And then it's like, I, I, it's like I open up the first chapter of like Harry Potter or something. And like, this is the first novel. I have seven more or whatever. Except for <laughs> I don't know read. I don't know how to read those books, but. You don't know how to read those books? No. They, it doesn't make sense to me. Like those kind of. The Harry Potter books? Yeah. It's like when you say like Sorcerer's Stone and stuff, like fancy words like that, I'm out. <laughs> like, uh, just give me a book that makes sense. <laughs> I just don't read that much. I've been reading a lot lately. I ordered some books and stuff. What do you read about? Um, I bought the book Jaws. It just came in the mail this week. And uh, I heard it's actually really good. Compared to like the movie, it's really good. Like it's better? Yeah. And then um, I also bought The Alchemist. And Shanaram. That's a big book. And... Are they like, well, the Jaws is obviously entertainment, but are any of them like self-improving books? No, they're just like stories. Yeah. I like just like listening to other people talk, you know, like about them and like their life and stuff. When I really focus it on that, it's like the same with the books. I just try not to like focus on myself. Yeah. I can't sit still. If I sit still and I like focus just on myself and nothing else, I'm going to turn into a mess. Yeah. And I can't do it. See, that's what I always focus on myself, so I know, like, some days are harder than others. Yeah, I'm in denial. In just, denial? like, push it on the burner, and I just kind of, no. like, keep going. I'd be like, you going for happy hour? Let's go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't done that yet. Oh, I do it all the time. Let's play pool. Let's do this. I will. I, whenever I start drinking, I'm going to hit you up. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be there when you first drink. That's what everyone says. Everyone's been telling me that. No, but I feel like if you get all sad and stuff, I can console you. Oh, yeah. You would be the only one. I'd be like, so like if I I'd ever, be the perfect person I get, to be there for you I get when you drunk. drink. I get I'm, drunk. I'm like the caretaker of taking care of drunk people. I've been doing it since I was little. My dad has been drinking like crazy since I was little. He's like the party boy of the family. So if I start like drinking with my band and like shit starts going sour, like they have the emergency line, it's Nikki. And then like they call you, you come pick me up and just take me away. Yeah. I'll get you some <laughs> Like you food. literally pick me up like I'm a kid. Just like. I feel like, can you help me get him into the car? Thanks. Yeah. And then I'll get you some food, get you some Gatorade or like a Pedialyte so you don't get hung over. And then, like, you can just sit and talk about whatever you want. I'll tuck oh, you God. in, and you can just sit and talk about whatever that you would want, last and I will talk time. you through it. That would be, like, one time, and then, then sooner later. Just don't get all suicidal on me. Suicidal? Why not? If you get all suicidal, like, you're going to kill yourself, like, you're going to really consent with me. Maybe that's why I don't drink. Maybe it's because I know that. Like, what if I just, like, if you just talk about it, to a certain point, I can deal with it. But, like, if you just, like. Constantly What if I just, like, just killed myself like <laughs> why do you say it like that because i feel like ah i don't know it's like there's a certain point to where it's like i don't know if you keep talking to about it enough there's a certain point it's just like if you go to like a counselor it's like 
or a therapist. They're like, You'll drop well, you could there. talk about whatever you want until a certain point where we're concerned about you, yeah. your well-being. So you're going to, the first time I ever I'm not going to drop you off at a yeah, therapist. Yeah, you're going to drop me off at that bitch. <laughs> I don't know. I refuse to go to a therapist. Why would I take you to one? Even though that's it's true. like, that's a huge thing for millennials these days. Like, remember, like, back in the day, it's like, oh, I don't have problems. I don't talk about That's what problems. I was constantly and doing. now it's like, my therapist said, my therapist... I hear that a lot. I mean, I was talking depends. to my therapist and they said like I went I've been to therapy. I just recently stopped because I don't need to go anymore, but I was going. It helped me out. Yeah, the the person that I have like she was like she was a little bit younger, so like she's probably close to my age, but she would be like, "Listen, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but you need to do this." And I'm like, "All right." And I would because it's like just how to get over shit, you know, like if I keep doing the same thing over and over and the therapist only tells you a little bit of like, well, maybe you should try this. I'm like, no, I need someone to tell me like, no, fucking do that. And she like, I remember I would tell her like whatever, like whatever I did over the weekend or whatever. And then I was like, yeah, I did this. And she's like, yeah, I'm so proud of you. Like that shows that you're getting over it. And I'm like, good. It's like, I don't know. It's funny. But yeah, I don't know. I still agree with like, I don't want to tell a therapist everything. And it's like, they're going to go home and then they're going to be like, tell their husband and be like, yeah, I, I dealt with this psycho today. You know? Oh no, there's doctor patient confidentiality. No, I know. But it's just like, it's like one of those things where like their husband would be like, so how was your day? Oh, it was rough. You know? And then they can't say anything else, but it's just like, I don't want to be that guy. I don't feel like that would be, I feel like you'd be like the highlight of like their session. Cause there's like some people that just like, whine about like stuff that's easy to get over yeah like i know how you feel like i know how like you get like emotional about things and stuff like that but like if i was feeling the same way it would be hard for me to get through it either it's just it's hard for me to show it like you do like when you express your feelings like i can relate but it's just it's i'm like monotone which is weird though because usually it's the opposite usually like females are the ones that are like oh I'm a mess. And then the male's like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm over here like, no, I'm just honest and like, I don't know. Honest, like with myself. Like, I don't know. I'm not, I can't, if someone asked me how my day is, like somebody asked me the other day, like they were just a cash register, not, not a cash register. They were at the cash register and they're like, how's your day going? I was like, honestly, not that good. How's yours? Like, but like, I don't even know this person. And I was yeah. like, I'm not going to lie to them. If my day is shitty, like my day is shitty. Like, because usually you just say like, oh, good. And you continue with your day. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to lie. Even though I don't even know you. I'm going to be like, today sucks. Me and my family, we're kind of fucked up. Uh, we Our coping mechanism is to like laugh everything off. So like. I believe that. Yeah. Me and my sister, like on Christmas, nobody thought, none of my friends thought this was funny. I thought it was funny because I'm just as fucked up as my family. And so like <laughs> my sister was like, because we have different moms. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, my mom's just like a dramatic drunk and your mom's kind of like strokey. And I just kind of like laughed because it's true. Yeah. Because like my mom has like medical issues and stuff. But like that's just kind of like how we just like laugh it off and stuff. And then like I made the joke to my friend and my friend was like, that's horrible. And it's just like, it's kind of funny. I mean, (laughs) but it's just like I've been dealing with that shit since like I was little. So like. Yeah, like you own up to it by laughing about it. Yeah, like there's like some things you can do that too, but like, well, it's like how people make all those like jokes about like school shootings and stuff. I'm like, 
I get it, but I don't get it because <laughs> like that shit's so dark. And like, I'm one of those people, like, you know, there was like even a meme the other day that I saw that was like, it was like a white guy and it's just like, and he's holding, he's holding a gun and they're like, I forgot what it was, but it said something where it was like towards a school shooting because it's so basic. It's skinny white dude, AR-15. And it's just like, damn, that's so fucked up. But I still laughed at it, but it's like, I would not laugh at that uh, any other day. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, we laugh about that shit all the time. It's like I get like a dark sense of humor when it comes to like myself. I told my dad I wanted to be a comedian and but like nobody thinks I'm funny besides me. That's, <laughs> and that's even funnier though. He was like, you could totally be a comedian. Like he just like blatantly said it. He's like, you could totally be a comedian. He goes, with all the fucked up shit that you've had to go through growing up. Yeah, you could totally be a comedian. You just joke about I was it. like, yeah, but like some of it's dark and then people will be like, oh, wow, that's fucked up. And it's just like, ha, ha, ha. Do you ever watch, like, dark comedy? Um, Like what? Like Anthony Jeselnik. Mm-mm. You never watch him? You'd probably love him. He's, like, the one of the jokes he said. It's so fucked up. But, like, um, what's it? There's one where he's, like, so uh, my ex-girlfriend's going out with uh, her new boyfriend. And I went over there with a baseball bat. And I blamed it on her boyfriend. <laughs> And, like, it's, like, fucked up shit, but he, that's all of his jokes. And, like, he even says, he's, like, people, like, uh, give me a hard time for uh, saying ba- dead baby jokes. He's, like, dead baby jokes made me rich. Like, and he's, like, fuck you. Like, he, he doesn't care at all. You see, you need to watch it. It's called, like, Thoughts and Prayers on Netflix. That's so crazy. It's, he's my favorite comedian because, like, everything he jokes about is so – it's really sexist, but it's really funny. Like, it just – the stuff that like you would say like in a joke you would you wouldn't go there and he just goes there like there was like he used to like post online like whenever the day of a tragedy happened so like so the day of the tragedy he's like tra- uh, victims have victim shit to do they're not tr- they're not caring about if they're trending you know he's like so that's where i come in and i post online for all the people that want to give all their thoughts and prayers that day and i mess with those people and like there was like when the Boston shooting or the Boston Boston bombing happened, he's like, some lines just shouldn't be crossed. It's fucked up. But like, oh my God. yeah, but like people would take so offensive of it. He goes, but like victims have victim shit to do. They're not online getting offended over my joke. You are getting offended over my joke. And it's so funny. It's true, though. Yeah, he's really he's really funny. But like he's gotten in trouble. Like he got his TV show got kicked off of uh, Comedy Central because of it. Well, because yeah. he did that, and he he refused to take his jokes down, and I was like, "Damn, it's funny. You ha- you have to watch it." There's this comedian I listened to, uh, Francis Ellis or whatever. He used to be on Barstool, and they fired him because there was this girl that went like missing, and he like brought it up, like maybe she, I don't remember what he did. He like brought it up, and it was just like, well. Maybe she's just like out partying or something like that. Like, but he didn't say like, oh, well, she did it to herself, you know? Yeah. And then it turns out like he made a comment about her like girls going out and going to parties and like getting hit on guys and like he brought up like you know the normal conversation. And then it turns out a few days later she died. Oh shit! So everybody was giving him shit, but like he he said like, 
I hope she's doing okay. Yeah, like but in the can't. thing, but people look past like that part, and they're yeah. like, "Well, you said this," and then like, so he got fired from Barstool, and Whoa. so now he's just doing like his own podcast. It's called Oops. Oops! Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking great. Yeah, he's funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, it sucks though. I don't think I would ever be a comedian. It's too much. You can do it though. I can't put it in like a perfect storyline though. I'm just more of like a witty comeback kind of thing. So then you just like talk to all the audience and then just answer through that. <laughs> That's what I would do. It'd be hilarious. Just talk through the audience. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not really like that funny. It's just You're like I just funny. like conversationally. I don't like I feel like comedy you have to like tell a story. If if people got to see like your facial reactions when you talk then it makes more sense. Oh, yeah. Because my you, facials you'll, make yeah, everything. Yeah, but like, sometimes you'll say something so offensive, but your face is just super, sh- like, straight. And I'm just like, did you mean that? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's true. I can't help it. I can't read my face. No, I'm really cool. bad at, like, expressing my emotions. But, like, if I tell, like, a joke or something, like, it's the expressions that make it. Either, like, there's no expression or there is, like, an expression yeah. where it's, like, goofy and they're, like, this fucked hard, like. Well, like, I don't know. Like, if, if someday I ever got, like, married and, like, you would be happy for me and I would tell you and you would probably look at me and just be, like, cool. And I would be, like, what the fuck's your problem? But that's, <laughs> like. Straight face. Yeah. It would be funny. Cool. No, I'd be, like, oh, congrats. That doesn't even sound Yeah, cool. see? <laughs> See, even how you said it. Oh, congrats. And then you leave that you leave that air room of just like, that's not going to work. It's not going to, he's not going to last Oh my a God. Long. If I did that, you would be like, you don't think it's going to work? What's wrong with it? I probably wouldn't you'd tell probably you. probably ask me like 10 million questions if I did react that way and you told me. Yeah, I would be like, what's wrong? Why do you think so? Do you think she's ugly? Do you think she's too short? Just like, tell me on social media and I'll add emojis, okay? Yeah, that would help. Yeah. <laughs> not that I'm ever getting married anytime soon, but. That's okay. I'm not getting married anytime soon either. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Yeah. I did. Not anymore. It's funny how that works. Well, relationships come and go. There's the positive vibe. Just it's like your face. There relationships just come and go. <laughs> Add smile right here. <laughs> Well, me and my dad used to joke about it all the time. Like, why is marriage or why is divorce so expensive? Because it's worth it. Oh my god. Uh, okay, I like, just stopped smiling during negative things. Yeah. <laughs> I told you that's how we cope. No, it's cool. I like it. It's why you're one of my friends. And like, so they're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, what the fuck, Mickey? <laughs> I mean, you have to joke around with that stuff. I have to. If you take life too seriously, there's not much to live for in life. Damn. Preach. Preach. Hallelujah. Say that again. <laughs> Preach. No. The, yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Do you want to plug your stuff? Plug my stuff? Yeah. It's like where they can find you. Oh, yeah. Oh, like do I say it on here? Yeah. Well, you can find us on... Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, Amazon, and you just type in Lies Behind Your Eyes. And um, my Instagram is Eric Shreds. That's usually what everyone follows me. And my YouTube. Pretty easy. Not super hard. It's not like my original last name. 
window. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, and if you want to email me, it's uh, notyourbropodcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions or any topics you want to go over or hear about. And we have an Instagram also, notyourbro underscore podcast. You did that way better than I did. That was way more professional. (laughs) 